We were talking about how the border yesterday is fully open, but there's a lot of leaders in border towns, on both sides of the border actually, uh, who are saying that the whole PCR test thing that we were discussing yesterday, the need for travelers coming into Canada or coming back into Canada, as it were, need to get that PCR test within 72 hours is really putting a damper on things. So we are going to speak to the mayor of one border town coming up. We'll also look into the effects of lockdown isolation on Ontarians. Some startling numbers from the Brain Project, especially when you look at the impact that it has had on young people, the impact that it has had on their brains. And we'll also talk about a survey of education workers that shows 70% of respondents have been subjected to violence on the job. We've heard the stories, certainly been reported widely in the news. This, researchers believe, is really the first study of its kind, first survey of its kind to be done, and some of the numbers in that are uh, pretty surprising. Uh, you know, if, if what is being reported is true is actually happening in our in our schools, that's some scary stuff. But let's start off with the border situation. Yesterday, you know, we heard it all over the news. We talked about it here. What a great day it was. The land border to cross over into the U.S. reopened again to Canadians. It was like things were, well, relatively back to normal between our two countries. But it turns out that there's a lot of people out there that are not celebrating yet. And we are talking about the leaders, the mayors, the city councilors, the business owners, especially small business owners, even large business owners of border towns in Canada, in the U.S. They've got a lot of questions and they feel as though the situation as it is right now is not working. Keep in mind, there are businesses that need to be run here. People do have to make a living. And it's not just the business owners. It's the people who work in those businesses who've lost their jobs, at least temporarily in the meantime. We're talking about the mayors of Niagara Falls on both sides, Sarnia, as well as a U.S. congressman. They called on the Canadian government yesterday in a joint news conference to drop the PCR test requirement for people coming into Canada. They say it can get very expensive, especially if you're traveling as a family. Joining us now is Drew Dilkins. He is the mayor of Windsor, Ontario. We're going to talk to him about it. Uh, Mayor, Mayor Dilkins, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. So um, a bunch of mayors from border towns, both sides of the border, facing the same issue here and speaking out. And it's all about that test requirement. So I guess my first question is, why? Why drop the test requirement? Well, I, I think it's fair to say that in the last 20 months, we've all been asked to follow the science. And people, uh, regardless of how difficult it is, the majority of people have followed the science. And even when they don't quite understand it, they've relented uh, and just said, you know what, someone smarter than me understands this. But in this particular case, I think, uh, you know, a lay person looking at this is saying, okay, where is the science when I can get a test before I leave Canada, cross into the United States, undertake perhaps 72 hours worth of activity there, and then use that test that I received before leaving Canada as proof that uh, I'm COVID free to come home. I think there's just a disconnect there in terms of, you know, what what Canadians uh, can do and the value of the test when you come back to Canada. I've heard that a lot, right? That 72 hour gap. You can do a lot of things and possibly contract a lot of viruses in 72 hours. A 72 hour test or a test rather 72 hours ago doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy when you're crossing the border. Well, I, I think there's a, a great example. So in my community, the Lions, the Detroit Lions football game, uh, there's an annual celebration across the river in Detroit every Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving Day. Uh, and 65,000 people crowd the streets of Detroit downtown. There's tailgating, pre- and post-game activities, and they all crowd in the stadium to cheer on the Lions and watch them lose. Uh, and when that happens, uh, you can think of getting a test in Windsor before I cross into Detroit to spend you know, the entire day with 65,000 other people, I could stay overnight. The next day I could go to a concert, I could go shopping and out to dine and, and all of the other activities. 
and then use that same test that I took before I left Canada to come home. Uh, but that test cost $200. Uh, and so in terms of the expense, it's very expensive for any a family of any size to be able to afford that. Uh, but the value of the test, I think, is, is uh, I think that it's fair to say there's very little value to the test getting tested before you leave Canada and then going to the United States to undertake those types of activities. Now, being on this side of the border, you've had a chance to sort of have a bit of a, a test run for, I guess, the last couple months with this procedure because Americans have been able to cross over for a little while now. Uh, you being in a border town uh, with some tourism within the town itself, uh, are have you found that this test, the requirement for the PCR test for travelers to come into Canada has affected business uh, in Windsor? Are a lot of Americans just saying, we're not doing it until you get rid of this test requirement? Yeah, that test, the requirement to have a PCR test to enter Canada puts a chilling effect on people's ability to travel. It puts a chilling effect on the ability for Americans to come over and for Canadians to go to the United States and return home. Uh, and so our largest tourist attraction here is Caesars Windsor, a casino that employs over 2,000 people locally. Uh, they still have 1,100 people who are who are off work, who have not been recalled because 30% of the business for Caesars comes from across the border. These folks have not returned. Uh, and so that is just that expensive disincentive for people not to not to travel. And so although you can say the border is open, uh, in fact, because of that barrier, it's really close to many. We're talking about the PCR test, 72 hours. Would you be in favor of if this were reevaluated and maybe they dropped the PCR test and went with a, a rapid antigen test in, instead? Would that be something you'd be in favor of? I, you know, I'm going to leave it to the scientists to decide what the right you know, solution should be. Uh, clearly, there would be more value testing people when they enter Canada on the spot as opposed to allowing people to get a test before they even leave Canada. Uh, but at the end of the day, I know CBSA uh, and Public Health Agency of Canada would have to work out the logistics of that. And I'm sure if they were giving these tests away and doing them on site at the border, you're going to have thousands of people who are going to start crossing the border. So they have to be able to manage this. Uh, but at the end of the day, that would probably provide a more realistic result of people's COVID status than expecting them to get a PCR test and allowing them to do it before they even leave the country. Yesterday was sort of a day of celebration. Um, there was a lot of uh, media coverage, a lot of talk about this sort of being the, the reconnecting of our two countries. I did it myself, but I, I guess for you and several other leaders of border towns, it's not necessarily a day of celebration just yet. Listen, there, there is... There is optimism here and the fact that the land border is open is good for many. And you can think and imagine in the last 20 months, all of the life events that have happened, celebrations of joy, you know, days of mourning uh, because of funerals and things like that. And all the life events have taken place in the last 20 months. And that border has been a hard stop close for uh, most individuals. And so having the ability to cross, I think, is really important. Uh, you can imagine a loved one dying on the other side of the border and not being able to go to the funeral. Now people can do that, but they're going to have the added burden of trying to figure out the PCR test requirement uh, to, in order to be able to come back to Canada. The, the best solution, the easiest solution would, have, would be to find symmetry with the United States, create a pathway that is understandable for everyone who's crossing the border. Clearly, you want people to be fully vaccinated in order to cross the border. That provides that, that means you're going to have the safest safest of the safe travelers who are crossing, which is, I think, what we all expect. And certainly those of us who are fully vaccinated want the ability to start resuming our life, recognizing that we're probably going to have to deal with COVID for years to come. Uh, but regardless of what side of the border on, I figured out in 20 months how to keep a distance, wear a mask and wash my hands. This is Global News Radio. I'm Mark Carcassel filling in for Alan Carter. We are speaking to Drew, Drew Dilkins, the mayor of Windsor. Uh, mayor Dilkins, I wanted to ask you, 
anytime a situation like this arises where someone is talking about dropping some sort of measure or anything that uh, may make people believe that COVID may sort of continue on undetected, you get pushback. So there's certainly the perspective from your side about getting business back into the country, letting people travel more freely, lifting that chilling effect. Have you got any blowback from residents of Windsor or just anyone in general saying that they disagree with what you're doing, that, that you know, this may allow COVID to, to spread and that these measures are necessary? Not at all. In fact, the vast majority of people in my community are fully vaccinated and they want a pathway to get their life back to normal. Uh, and so looking forward into December around the Christmas time, uh, people want to be able to cross the border, whether it's to shop, whether it's to dine or whether in my case, going to see my brother who's lived in Michigan for 30 years uh, to be able to reconnect at Christmas time. And so everyone has made great sacrifice over 20 months. Uh, and we've asked people to get fully vaccinated, which is the most amount of protection we can provide people today. We have to let Canadians, um, we have to trust Canadians to do the right thing. Uh, and certainly getting vaccinated is the first step, but obviously keeping distance, wearing the mask uh, and washing your hands, we can do that regardless of whatever side of the border we're on. And we have to trust Canadians will we'll figure that out once they're fully vaccinated. Our top doctor, Dr. Teresa Tam, has said numerous times that the PCR test to come into Canada or back into Canada, whatever the situation may be, uh, should be, you know, she said, reevaluated, reexamined. She's used those terms often, but never given any details, no timelines. Does the fact that it's at least on her radar, she realizes it's not 100% ideal, does that give you any solace here? Yeah, I, I think it's important to hear that they need to reexamine this. And from the Canada's top doc, I think that's a, a real important sign. Uh, that they are in tune with what we're saying on the ground here and what Canadians are saying to them. Listen, we all want to do the right thing. No one is trying to find a short circuit or, you know, uh, make the situation worse. We all want to move forward. Uh, but the, the rules and following the science, those rules have to make sense to people. Uh, and so, again, it's really hard for people to understand how getting a test before you leave Canada uh, and then going away and using that test to come home is of any value to our country. Uh, I think of a situation in April where I took my own son over to Detroit for a medical purpose. Uh, and the first thing we did, as soon as we crossed the border, we drove to a pharmacy so we could get a test because there's a 24 hour turnaround time. And you say, okay, I've never even, I never even left the car. It, it was a drive through test. Uh, and so what are the odds that I'm going to show COVID, uh, be COVID positive in this test that would be of any value to my country when I return? Uh, and so everyone wants to play a part, but those parts have to make sense. And at this particular time, the requirement for a PCR test with the rules in place aren't making sense to me, and they're not making sense to most people in my city. All right. That is Windsor Mayor Drew Dilkins. Mayor Dilkins, we will be watching this closely. I know you certainly will, too, uh, as well as many other mayors along border towns. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you.